Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm going to be going through some must draft second year running backs. The running back class last season was really, really solid. We saw a ton of guys who became fantasy relevant. And so I'm going to focus in on two of those players that I think are really solid draft picks at their current ADP. I'm just going to quickly run through all the running backs that were picked in the first three rounds of last year's NFL draft. You have Clyde Edwards-Alaire, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson, Keyshawn Vaughn, Zach Moss, Darianton Evans, and then shout out to James Robinson, who is an undrafted rookie, but came in and put up some really solid running back numbers. It may seem surprising that I'm only choosing two of these guys to be must-draft RBs. You know, I could talk about some of these other guys, but I really just don't think they're great values at their current ADP. You know, I really like Jonathan Taylor this year, but am I saying he's a must-draft at his current price? Definitely not. Same thing with Antonio Gibson. I really like the player and I think he's going at a fair ADP, but I just don't think it's one of these spots where there's a clear value. So I'm just going to lock in on the two players where I see a ton of value. And I'm going to start it off with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He was the last pick in the first round going to the Kansas City Chiefs. And he had a ton of fantasy football hype going into the season. I mean, some of the craziest rookie running back hype I think we've seen in a long time up there with guys like Saquon and Zeke. Unfortunately, he didn't really perform like those guys, but the overall argument for him was that he seemed to be a perfect fit in this Chiefs offense. Andy Reid had been really successful using dual threat running backs. And then also the Chiefs are just a very high scoring team overall. So it seemed like a really ideal spot. And then also Damian Williams opted out. So it seemed like he was going to have some pretty limited competition in that RB room. And that led to his draft price basically being a late first round pick. And that resulted in a lot of very disappointed fantasy owners. He finished as the RB 23 in points per game. And you know, for a rookie running back, that's not a terrible finish. But I mean, when you looked at where he was picked, that is a pretty huge bust. I do think context is very important though. No doubt about it. He totally underperformed his ADP, but I think you also have to look at the splits over the season. So from weeks one through six, this was really where he was able to operate as the workhorse running back. He did not have a ton of competition. And I mean, he was getting a lot of touches, was averaging 17.8 carries per game, three and a half receptions per game. I think people thought he would be a little bit more involved in the receiving game, but those are still very respectable numbers. And that is workhorse volume, 100%. He totaled 10 or more carries in every one of those games. He was extremely unlucky with touchdowns during that stretch. He touched the ball 128 times and only scored once. So, I mean, that's just like freakishly unlucky. He had a few touchdowns called back with penalties, which was obviously unfortunate. And I'm not saying he's a guy that I think is going to have super high touchdown upside. I do think running backs on the Chiefs are going to have the opportunity to get into the end zone just because it is such a high scoring offense. But I also understand that the Chiefs score a lot of their points through big plays. You know, they're not one of these teams that drives the ball down the field in these short little chunks. I mean, they get some huge plays. So, you know, obviously if Patrick Mahomes is going out and he throws like four touchdowns a game and they're 50 yards, 20 yards, 30 yards, and 10 yards, that's not a lot of opportunities for Clyde Edwards Alaire to pound it into the end zone, but he is still due for some positive progression in that department. So that was looking at weeks one through six. Then week seven is really where Clyde Edwards Alaire's season just really went down the drain. That is when Le'Veon Bell was brought in 
and CEH just totally lost the workhorse touches. He no longer had it. The most carries he had in a game from week seven to the end of the season was 16, and he had four games of 16 or more carries in weeks one through six. He then saw his season shortened by a high ankle sprain and a hip strain, which kept him limited throughout the playoffs, and he missed the last few games of the season. But going into 2021, I really think CEH is looking like a value. He's currently being selected as the RB14, a late second round pick. If you like going running backs early and often, he's a great guy that you can pair with an early pick like McCaffrey, Cook, Derrick Henry, Kamara, all of those guys. That creates a great start to your lineup. And this year he is lined up to be the workhorse. Le'Veon Bell is gone. He was trashing on Andy Reid, so there's no way they bring him back. Damian Williams is also gone. And I mean, it's just good for CEH that these guys are out of the running back room, but it's also good that the Chiefs didn't feel the need to go out and bring in a ton of competition for him. They did bring in some backups, but not guys that I think will have any legit chances at really eating into his touches. I also just think the Chiefs recognized that the offense was flowing a lot better when Clyde Edwards-Alaire was the workhorse. They saw so much more production from the running back position in those first six weeks of the season than they did when they were trying to do this running back by committee. So if CEH is able to secure that large workload, I think he should basically be a lock to finish as an RB1 on this high-scoring Chiefs offense. They've also invested in that O-line. So if he can just get those touches, there's really no reason for him to not way outperform his ADP. All right, so the second second-year running back that I think is a must-draft is DeAndre Swift. He was the 35th overall pick of the draft only a few selections after Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and I really loved DeAndre Swift as a prospect, and I think a lot of other people in the fantasy community did as well, especially, you know, dynasty-focused people, but I think a lot of guys started backing off of him after they saw his landing spot, which, I mean, is totally fair. Lions has basically been a dead zone at running back since Adrian Peterson, but he still put together a pretty solid rookie season. He finished as the RB19 in points per game. And that was actually pretty crazy when you just look at the lack of volume he had. He only averaged 8.8 carries per game, which was 40th in the NFL. He spent the season in this very crowded backfield with Adrian Peterson and Carrion Johnson. It was really some mind-blowing coaching decisions. I mean, it really just did not make any sense why DeAndre Swift wasn't taking over the workhorse role. He was clearly the best running back in that room. I mean, even when they finally did give him the starting job, Adrian Peterson came out and said that they should have made the move a lot sooner. So that tells you everything you need to know right there. Even though he didn't see a ton of volume in the rushing game, he did get some really solid work in the receiving game. And that's where he really excelled last year. He averaged 4.4 targets per game, which was 13th in the NFL. So definitely a nice thing to carry over into 2021. And when you are looking at 2021, this Lions offense is totally different. You're going from Matthew Stafford to Jared Goff. You no longer have Kenny Galladay or Marvin Jones. That running back room is looking a lot different as well. No more Adrian Peterson, no more Carrion Johnson. They brought in Jamal Williams, who I do think is going to have a decent role, but I don't think it's going to ruin DeAndre Swift's fantasy value. He's currently being picked as the RB15, so he's basically the next running back off the board after CEH, but I mean, they're going very far apart. I mentioned CEH as a late second round pick. DeAndre Swift is going at the tail end of the third round, so it's kind of like that third round dead zone where you're going a lot of receivers, 
tight ends, not a lot of running backs being picked there. I do understand that this Lions offense is likely going to be a bottom five unit. I totally recognize that. I do not think they're going to be good. They're probably going to be pretty freaking bad, which I think will definitely lead Swift to have less touchdown upside than he did last season. That was another thing he kind of thrived in. He did get into the end zone a very fair amount, but I do think his touches should just be so much higher than they were last season. I'd expect him to be somewhere around 14 carries per game, five and a half to six targets, and I would not be shocked at all if those numbers were way higher. I keep reiterating this point, but the Lions do need to give the ball to someone, and I think it's going to be a lot of TJ Hawkinson, a lot of DeAndre Swift, and also a fair amount of Jamal Williams, but I'm not scared off by Jamal Williams just because there is so many vacated targets in that offense and just overall touches that need to be soaked up. And so I think DeAndre Swift should definitely be getting enough volume to perform up to his current ADP. All right, so those are the two second year running backs that I think are must own, must draft players for fantasy this year. It's Clyde Edwards-Alaire and DeAndre Swift. I'm gonna be getting a lot of those guys in my fantasy drafts. Let me know down below if you guys agree with these two players. Are you high on these guys at their current ADP? Comment down below. Let me know your reasoning. I'll respond to everyone who comments. And then if you enjoyed this video, please just hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. That really helps support me and I would really appreciate it. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for stopping by, tuning in, watching and listening. Look out tomorrow. I'm going to be putting out a similar video to this, just talking about the second year wide receivers. So if you guys want to check that out, take a look tomorrow. But that's it for today. Thank you guys again, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.